Hello, uh, I, my name is Eitho Benter and um, I want to welcome you to the uh, Like No Other podcast. Uh, Jón Haurehi uh, is my guest here today and uh, he, he lives in South Spain, uh, more exact uh, in Sevilla, uh, with his family. He is a bio biologist and uh, associated professor at uh, the Sevilla University. Married with, with two children, and um, but in his early 20s um, he had an accident uh, on the job that left him without both his legs. Um, we are going to uh, discuss with Jon about uh, his uh, life journey, uh, dealing with um, ad adversity, um, touch on you know the topic of courage and um, and uh, design thinking um, around prosthetics and much more so welcome hello Aether. <laughs> welcome thank you for having me here i'm pleased to be with you today so am i very excited about this uh, interview which actually is the first one in a new series uh, of podcasts that we are launching and so uh, I'm happy you are uh, willing to take the risk to be the first one. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's uh, I don't know how to take this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you are you're a courageous man. So I, I thought you were perfect uh, for that. <laughs> okay, thank you. Let's go for it. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So just interested to hear a little bit about uh, your your background, and if you could share that a little bit with us. Okay. Well. Uh, Although I live here in Seville, I come from the north of Spain. I was born in San Sebastian, 1,000 kilometers north from here. And I came here when I was uh, four years old. Mm, the whole family came here, me and my brother and sister, with parents, of course. So I was raised here. Uh, I studied here in Seville. And uh, well, mm, I studied biology. I'm I found of nature. I found of mm, animals, plants in general. So it was kind of vocation to study biology. And when I was studying uh, my uh, last year, actually uh, the in the summer before uh, my last year, I went to the United States. Uh, my father worked in the in the in the farming uh, sector, and had a friend in Texas, who who took me with him in 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 his company, and I I went there for summer uh, to spend uh, a few weeks, uh, improve my English, and I learned something about the the farming uh, technique and uh, to explore whether this could be a an interesting way of of developing my my capacity as a biologist once I had uh, finished my studies. And it was there when, where I had an accident uh, with, a, with a combined um, a harvesting machine that uh, as a result uh, took my both of my legs off, one below, one uh, above the knee. And uh, well, I started my new life as an amputee. Hmm. Hmm. And this was like said in your early twenties, which is um, a very sensitive time uh, for a for a young man. Yes, it it is. It is a, a crucial moment, 
But uh, let me tell you, um, I I've I've thought many times about this and and the moment in on, in my life in which I had this accident. And if you think about it, uh, it's a moment in which you kind of start exploring the world. So uh, to me, it was everything was new at the moment. Uh, uh, finishing your studies, starting to create your future. Uh, the only added thing was that I was in a new state, but it was just part of the of the whole process of uh, exploring the world. Mm. So. Um, I have been asked many times how I uh, coped with this such a big problem. Hmm. And uh, to me, it, I have to tell you, it was a natural thing uh, to be since I was, I repeat, hmm. just exploring the world just in a new condition. Hmm. And it seems like you were just able to continue, continue with your studies. You finished it fairly fast after, so... Doesn't sound like this was a much of a. You didn't take a lot of a break. <laughs> <laughs> Losing right, yes. both uh, legs. Actually, uh, I had my accident uh, in September. Hmm. In November, I went back to Spain and I resumed my studies, and I could finish by the following summer just in time with my uh, colleague, my fellow students, hmm. friends, and and everything. And I, I finished my, my career, I got my studies completed, right. Mm. And so you, you did your rehabilitation then in, in the United States? I started my rehabilitation as, I think that was one of the clues of my success. Mm. Because uh, the hospital where I was uh, started from the very beginning. I remember as soon as I could uh, st uh, stand on the bed, uh, I mean sit on the mm -hmm. bed, I was put on a wheelchair hmm. and started in the gym just to work out, to, to, to get strong in order to be able to, to, to manage on the wheelchair. And I remember that was kind of funny thing to me. I enjoyed that moment very much because I, I could see uh, achievements completed day after day. Mm. And it was an interesting thing. And, and apart from that, as soon as I could uh, uh, wear, uh, stand uh, prosthetics, my processes, mm. uh, for a few minutes, uh, I started to, to stand on, on them and I was taught how to, to, to um, overpass curbs, uh, obstacles, how to uh, in, in fall down, how to stand up how to manage and uh, and since i was uh, taught how important it was to have a good uh, physical condition uh, it all came very easily I, I was young i was pretty strong i was mm. well fed i mean i had a good condition mm. Uh, mm. everything was ready to 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 have success mm -hmm. I understand yeah and uh, the first uh, pro processes uh, you you got uh, in, in, in the States or here, here in Spain? I, I, was, um, I was given a pair of processes uh, that were, uh, I, I expected them that since being in the United States, they would need to be technically outstanding mm -hmm. uh, first, first level. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I came back to, to Seville, to Spain, to Seville, I got in touch with a prosthetic uh, workshop, 
mm. that uh, I would require to to get their their service for for life, and therefore it was very important to to get this con this contact, and as as long as I I I had the occasion to meet them, they 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 let me know that there were standard uh, prosthetics. I mean, they were nothing special. Uh, that I I then uh, was uh, interested to know that uh, nowadays, uh, given the connection in and the uh, transmission of information uh, from one place to the other uh, in Spain, we were in, in very first level, uh, technically speaking. Mm. Uh, but which is in interesting is that with the years. Uh, I mean, I've been an amputee for more than 30 years and therefore uh, I've known many, many, many companies because uh, I've been working in the sector, the branch, and, and therefore um, I know that uh, the, the, the level of this workshop was top. And not only the level, but also, which is more interesting, the, the, um, the personal interest of the workers there, the, the staff, mm -hmm. the, their implication with the patients is clue. And it's something that I have to, to, to recall. And I have friends in, in this place because mm -hmm. uh, I have known them for years. We have developed an, a friendship mm. for, in, over the years. And I, they are people I trust, and I know they are honest. They do whatever, whatever is in their hand to help you. I know they are up to date, technically speaking. And and well, I am truly convinced it's the way it should be. Yeah. So uh, so this is obviously happening in the kind of late '80s. Right, the uh, early 90s. Right, sometimes. late 80s. Yeah, yes, late 80s. That's it. And um, obviously at that time, uh, technology had really not, you know, caught up uh, in, in the way we have it, have it today. So in many ways, um, you're saying that um, uh, the attitude and the passion of the people was maybe more important almost at that time than maybe the technology. Because the... Prosthetics uh, have obviously, I mean, what was your impression of your first prosthetic leg? Well, they were very basic. <laughs> uh, once I know, um, I can see them uh, over the years, or with, the, with, the, with the perspective of, of some, so many years past. And uh, of course, uh, I, have, I have witnessed uh, all these uh, improvements uh, in technique, in new materials, in new, new new ways of um, elastic materials, uh, energy recovering uh, materials, uh, electronics introduced into the, the functioning of the prosthetics, and uh, and well, all that didn't exist at the moment, mm. right? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I <laughs> I perhaps uh, substituted that uh, technology in the moment. With uh, with strong strength and, and passion and interest yeah. by myself, I mean, being so young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's really just in the early '90s where you know we we had certainly the energy return and uh, the 
uh, silicon liners and other things mm -hmm. uh, starting to emerge. So, so it's kind of like uh, you're coming right in the beginning almost of that whole evolution. Uh, it's very interesting timing in a way. Uh, yes. Because until then it was... Uh, it was a little bit linear, the, the development, but, uh, but so uh, uh, as, as bad amputation is, I mean, it uh, seems like your moment was maybe not that bad, uh, that uh, there were technologies coming to the market around that time that just weren't existing before. Yes, yes, and I had the chance that uh, in being prosthetized by a company or by a bunch of people, that, that were interested in new in new things mm. and experiencing new new products and, and techniques. And uh, well, I benefited from that, from yeah. that. yes. So, so how, how did um, this, this change, change your life uh, in a way, um, if you just look at your hobbies, you, you, you are very active, you, you do sport. Um, so at, uh, in this early, you know, 20s, how, how did this change your life? Well, um, the fact of having an amputation all of a sudden uh, um, can be seen as a as a as a breakdown of your of your development as a person. But um, since I was pretty young at the moment and wanting to, well, I was I've always been a, a curious <coughs> person. Uh, interest in, in in knowing new things and experiencing new 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 things new new experiences. Well, I um, I have the curiosity to 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 um, retake my old hobbies or the the hobbies I had before the amputation, and uh, well, um, um, readapt them. To my new uh, um, physical form, and therefore I learned I learned how to ride a bike, how to ride a horse, how to ski, how to scuba, scuba dive. Uh, well, um, I there is no limitation mm -hmm. if you have the the will, mm -hmm. and I think that's the the important thing of it all. Uh, that your limitation uh, is within you. If you think there are no it's limitations, is is something that is in your mind. You're right. Mm -hmm. yes. mm -hmm. Yeah, that's um, so. So in a way, you continued almost doing the the same things, just a little bit different. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I remember there was a time when I when I when I uh, experienced a new thing, a new activity, and I remembered. Well, I used to do that before the accident. Mm. How would that be in my new situation? And I just invented the the way to 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 replicate mm -hmm. the the experience. Yeah. But how 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 about your personal life? Um, I know you are married you have two children and mm -hmm. um, and so uh, how, how how was that all well. you're a young man <laughs> in your early 20s <laughs> well I, I had a, a, a girlfriend at the moment mm. which is still with me today okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was lucky enough cool and uh, and I, I must say that um, I think that she was 
of great assistance in my recovery, in my going back to normal life. Uh, she encouraged me to um, experience again uh, the things I liked to do. Uh, I used to do them with her before, mm-hmm. and I continued doing them with her later. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, we were a team, actually. Mm-hmm. We still are. Excellent. <laughs> so both your um, prosthetic team, uh, your your girlfriend, and now your wife. Uh, yes. These were your anchors at, at this time. Anyone else that really was, uh, uh, you say, maybe instrumental in, in helping well, during this I, time? Well, I had good friends at the moment. Uh, I still have them, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I, I had my friends from, 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 my, from university. I, I used to be a member of a, of a scout group, Boy Scouts, Girl mm. Scouts mm. also. I continued uh, the activity with them. Um, I, I was still linked to the group when I had the accident and the years later, even my children belonged to the group when they had the age to, to join. And I'm somehow linked to that uh, way of, of doing things. And I still have friends over there. Well, yes, friends and, and so people around you are a good support. Very but, 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 important. But, Aether, uh, it all depends on yourself, of course. Uh, you, you are the... As something I have uh, known is that uh, you have to be um, the manager, you have to be the manager of your activity. You have to 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 the director of mm-hmm. your life. Yes, yes. Uh, you, as an amputee, uh, having such a big uh, difficulty in your life, uh, you have the option to uh, uh, stop and and think about yourself and think how miserable you are in in your situation, or you have the option to. Uh, continue with life. Yeah, that's such a great, that's such a great message. And uh, let's come back a little bit to uh, uh, the, the the prosthetics. And uh, because um, one of the reasons why why we know each other is uh, yes. because you uh, started working, obviously living here in Sevilla. Uh, you started working uh, with our um, team here at Unique uh, very early on, and. Uh, and I think uh, that is maybe partly because you you were not happy uh, with maybe the way prosthetics were. So can you describe a little bit maybe uh, this part of the journey? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm, the thing I'm not happy with in terms of prosthetics is the cosmetic part of it all. Uh, I remember from the very beginning how um, the cosmetic um, cover, the, the cosmetic part of it, was just a, a foam um, ending with a stockinette, um, a flesh colored, which uh, looked very, as we say in Spain, orthopedic, which is not very nice looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides, uh, they were not very apart from not very well present looking, 
uh, they were uh, well dusty uh, they turned off and well and and i was not that 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 happy apart from that i remember i started using an an electronic knee and i saw what a shame what a pity it was to have such a good technology and and then cover it with a with a, a, a continuous a, a foam cover that uh, uh, interacted that very much on on the swing of the prosthetic and therefore uh, what was the use of having such a, a complicated a piece of machinery in mm. in in your processes if, if if that a uh, cosmetic was avoiding it from from working it uh, properly mm. and then uh, i remember i was very very much concerned and i remember uh, long conversations and and uh, a great amount of, of trials in the prosthetic workshop in order to have a discontinuous cosmesis mm. that i uh, helped to uh, design and so on and i remember uh, one of the of the fellow amputees in the in the prosthetic workshop, uh, which I knew or whom I knew when he was a teenager, with the years uh, he then started his own company, Manuel Boza, and and he started this this unique uh, um, a company, uh, and and I I was very fond of him, and I admired him of having the 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 illusion. And the, and the capacity of, of creating a new company from zero with some uh, fellow uh, um, uh, students of, of, well, of the university and so on. And, and I, uh, once they, I remember, once they, they challenged me, John, uh, you should uh, uh, have one of our covers made for you since you are very much active and you have such good ideas and so on. So I, I accepted the challenge. Let me uh, come with a design which is interesting. Mm -hmm. And then with the, the aid of, the, of a friend, which is, who is um, uh, an architect, we came up with uh, something which, with, which I had in mind, which was uh, some, something like a mosaic. And I remember we went through uh, a different different images. Uh, we went through different techniques in order to create a pattern. Then uh, we converted that into a texture. Then we came with the idea to with with unique designers, and then we came to how to apply that to the um, anatomic uh, surface of the covers that had already been designed or were being designed at the moment and then we came out with a with a compromise and then it was very interesting because we we finally uh, developed a product that i liked very much and once it was uh, um, manufactured and delivered then i had the challenge to paint it and i remember <laughs> painting all the all the i don't know what the name is of the of the little parts of the mosaic, mm -hmm. one by one. Oh, I remember seeing this. You remember this? Yeah, scene? yeah. <laughs> this picture, <laughs> incredible. Yes, and and then well, that was my my first experience, and um, it really changed my my somehow my life, in in a way that I started wearing shorts. Mm -hmm. That is something that I didn't uh, used to do 
before wearing. Uh, so you never wore shorts. You never showed your processes before pretty much. Yes, when I took them to the, I I I, I used to I used to long pants to wear pants mm. even in summer. Mm. Um, I took them off when I was to, in the swimming pool or the, uh, yeah, or the, or the beach or whatever. But 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 actually not wearing shorts. Now I remember I first started wearing shorts uh, for practicing sports. I started uh, doing kayak, and in that moment uh, there were occasions in which I I wore shorts, but in very particular cases, and I was not very happy with the with the image. Mm. I had with with this foam cosmesis that I wore at the moment, mm. but uh, going back to the to the first uh, pair of 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 covers painted hand painted by myself, I was very happy using them, and I I, I purchased a quite a <laughs> four or third or, or four or five uh, pairs of shorts, and I started wearing them, and I I it changed my my way of of, of dressing in summer. Of course, so, uh, yes. There was so, a, a so, huge so, change. So in, in maybe not so much in terms of functionality, not so much you, you were maybe not walking better, but uh, you were feeling much better. Yes, I was feeling better and, and, and life in general. I mean you, yes, you I, more, I felt you, I felt uh, more free in mm -hmm, general. Mm -hmm. Yes, because I I was not um, ashamed of 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 showing them yeah, yeah. In, in, yeah. in public. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I wasn't, I, I wasn't ashamed uh, earlier, but mm. it, they were not nice looking. Yeah, yeah. And therefore, yeah. I, I was not comfortable mm. wearing my, my older, my former um, um, foam cosmesis, whereas uh, the hand-painted uh, cosmesis, I was proud of them because yeah. I have participated in the design. Yeah. I've painted it myself. Yeah, which is always amazing. I, it was it was uh, a nice, it's a real a boutique, nice thing. <laughs> boutique uh, leg in a way. <laughs> yes. your signature leg. Custom, custom made. Your signature right. leg here. Yes, yes. Yeah. With the time, I I understood that uh, also, although nice looking. It, it also involved uh, a hell of a lot of, of work mm. because every time I had a scratch, a bump or whatever, I have to had to repaint them, mm -hmm. had to repair them. Mm -hmm. And well, I did that with, with I mean, I, it, was, it was not a big worry, mm. but it still was uh, a bit of a work. Yeah. From, I, I'm, I'm very from curious, uh, Jon, to hear what were, was the reaction of people uh, that now saw you, uh, just showing it off. <laughs> Children, uh, others, I mean, on the street, I mean. Uh, well, yes, yes, yeah. uh, in general, yes, that's, that's true, that's true. Uh, uh, wearing pants, wearing long pants, uh, many people wouldn't realize that I was an amputee. Uh, I work with certain um, elegance, I, mm. I'm not ashamed to say. Yeah, yeah. And and mm -hmm. therefore uh, it's not so obvious that mm -hmm. I that I have two processes, mm -hmm. and therefore when I wear, uh, walk with with shorts uh, that becomes obvious, and and people in the street uh, many times look look at me, mm -hmm. and well, I I understand that. Uh, it's and do you get questions? Sometimes I do. Yes. So what kind of questions? <coughs> normally, what kind of questions? Well. Especially uh, children, children who are not uh, ashamed 
to 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 ask questions, mm -hmm. to ask difficult questions, mm -hmm. <laughs> who who look at me in 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 surprise. Uh, perhaps sometimes uh, approached me and asked me, uh, "What is this? And and uh, what happened to my legs?" Uh, especially uh, if they are family and and they are close enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and but they must say this is kind of cool, you know. This is yes, so the yes. reaction is probably more that way. It's uh, less of a kind of pity. It's maybe more just wow. Yes. Right? Uh, yes. <laughs> How fancy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's it's yeah. Mm -hmm. I understand it's something different, something new. Mm -hmm. um, I. I must say, I, when I walk in the streets uh, with shorts and showing my, my processes, I feel proud mm -hmm. being an amputee, and, mm -hmm. and, and I, I feel happy to, to, to show the world that I, have, I am in this condition. I am able, able to, 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 to cope with it mm -hmm. and to, 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 well, to have a normal life like any other person. Yeah. No, that's, and and you could say in many ways that this is kind of a, almost like another chapter in, in when you because you you go pretty much uh, for all the way from late eighties uh, uh, through the whole nineties uh, for um, almost probably twenty years as an amputee where you are hiding it and then you suddenly right. it's almost you are coming out. <laughs> <laughs> right Coming so, out so of the it's, a, it's a whole new <laughs> it's a whole new experience uh, yes I I wouldn't say that I hid them when I was young but I, I was not very proud of, of showing my processes mm -hmm. whereas I am now mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yes that 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 has changed my my mm, well the vision I have of prosthetics in general, so is, is prosthetics fashion? Uh, well, it may be. Maybe is. I mean, mm, why not? Uh, you, 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 if you care about your image, about how you dress, uh, how you, which type of, of shoes you wear, or how you you comb your hair, wh why not wear about how you mm, show your prosthetics mm -hmm. as well? Yeah. Yes. A pretty fundamental part of your body. <laughs> well, mm, prosthetics, uh, uh, the prosthesis mm. are part of my body, uh, mm. wanted or not. Mm. So mm, it's better if you if you if you are uh, comfortable wearing them. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. gives you more confidence uh, yeah. on yourself, yeah. and you feel. Mm, I mean. Mm, it's part of your your body, the image you 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 project Absolutely. towards others. Yeah, yeah. But if you look at uh, now where we where we are with uh, prosthetics, and um, and you have some amazing pair of prosthetics that uh, were just made, <laughs> <laughs> and you co-created again with us together. Um, but if you look at into the future, I mean. What um, would you like to see change? Well, where, 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 if you would be the designer? If I was the designer, what kind of... 
I'm, I'm concerned about something which again is your specialty, which is cosmetic covers, which is uh, the maintenance. Mm. I explain that a little bit. Um, I mean, normal person uh, has a wound or has a damage and uh, the, the skin naturally uh, regenerates. This is not possible without prosthesis because it's a um, material that has to be uh, refurbished, has to be uh, recreated, has to be uh, reconstructed. Well, uh, I would ask you to go into or research into materials who that would be uh, not so fragile, perhaps, absorbing uh, uh, bumps or uh, being well, the the, the 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 most interesting thing would be a self-regenerating mm -hmm. <laughs> material, but I know that that is not not easy to to create. Mm -hmm. But at least no. at least some some flexible components, mm. because uh, something I I I tell you is uh, well kind of a. Uh, problem sometimes is uh, is um, uh, clothes uh, friction or bumps uh, make that uh, my my clothes last less mm -hmm. that uh, of a normal person because uh, what is underneath is rigid mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and therefore a flexible material would help very much yeah yeah. I know there are some bodies has told me <laughs> that there are some advances in that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that's why I dare to, to speak about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But apart from that, uh, in general, I would ask uh, to the prosthetic industry uh, uh, towards the more intelligent uh, microprocessors driven um, um, mechanisms in knees and ankles. Uh, well, I'm speaking about lower limb, which is my specialty mm -hmm. or my my damage, and therefore mm, I insist on that. Uh, and perhaps that uh, should increase um, uh, and had improve better than increase mm -hmm. uh, in in the future. And the durability of the charge and the necessity of longer lasting batteries perhaps would be a field of improvement. Mm -hmm. mm, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm quite happy with the, with the, with the way uh, I see the evolution of the technique in general since of having this perspective of so many years of, as a user. I can tell that uh, I see good uh, advances in general. Yeah, yeah, because you worked also uh, for one of the top uh, companies in this field for a while. Um, um, although you, you're a biologist, but uh, you also did some work for a prosthetic company, so you have also that kind of perspective, which is interesting. Yes, yes, I, I worked during, for, for over six years. I worked in the in, in marketing um uh, activity of a of a distributor in Spain, that company that distributed uh, um, prosthetic componentry in Spain mm -hmm. of British design, and uh, we also um, 
uh, marketed uh, other other componentry of different um, manufacturers all around mm. the world, and I know the 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 market, I know the industry, and I'm aware of the advances in general. So um, I'm qu quite informed. Mm -hmm. uh, therefore, yeah, exactly. I know I know about about the the market and the yeah. and the uh, technical advances in general. Yeah. Mm. No, yes. I mean that, that's obvious, and that that it's um, obviously it's, it's part of this why you are maybe pushing the technology. I mean, taking a step to work directly here with our designers, pushing them. <laughs> you you are not happy with the status quo, and uh, you 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 like to see things progress, and uh, that, that's great. Um, but what about the um, uh, a couple of more questions um, before we end here? Um, one is just, but also part of the equation is also the the the, the care providers, the the how you receive prosthetics, um, how you actually shop prosthetics, uh, how that whole experience. Because one thing is the technology, the other is the kind of the service and the delivery system and so on. Uh, do you see? Do you see that change? Do you do you think that we will have a uh, you you like to see some changes there? You, you you said before that you were very happy with your your prosthetist and <laughs> it's very passionate people, but it's the way of how this is being conducted today. Can we learn from other industries? Uh, is there a way there to improve? Well, I don't know whether I can tell you any anything improving my experience. I'm quite happy at the moment, as I told you. Um, I see that, you know, um, there is in the in the success in the in the um, uh, prosthetics in the in the prosthetic achievement of an amputation. Uh, I see there are three factors which are important. One, as you said before, is technology advances, new materials new new well technical improvements incorporated into into the industry there is also another part which is very important as well which is the adaptation of this technology to the body of the amputee every amputee is different every amputee has his or her own stumps condition in general and that's, that, that is something that is to be done by a person, the prosthetic uh, a technician, which, which uh, is the link between the technology and the patient. But another uh, part of the equation is the, is, the, um, is the person, the amputee himself or herself, um, have realized over the years that no matter how good technology you have, how good a technician uh, work, um, prosthetic technician you have, if the if the patient is not good enough or is not uh, well convinced or is not well fit, uh, the the whole right, process okay. will not succeed. Mm -hmm. I mean, which is important of each part of the equation? Mm. I would rather dare to say uh, that almost thirty three percent. I mean, all of them are important. Mm -hmm. And so if you ask me to, to tell you where uh, could we have improvements, uh, well, technical improvements 
are going uh, by themselves, I think the the um, the commitment and the and the training of the professionals is of crucial importance. But those professionals are not only the 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 prosthetic experts, but also the caregivers, as you said, the ones that uh, uh, receive in hospitals, in in rehabilitation uh, facilities, that uh, that um, uh, present. Or, or they are the ones that uh, the amputee in his or her new condition uh, are the the ones he finds and as as the new relationship with his new um, reality. Mm-hmm. So I think that um, perhaps um, the where where I see the 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 best improvement would be in in the in the clinical uh, team in general. I think uh, thinking of it all, and I tell you that something that helped me in my case and that I try to do as an amputee, as an expert amputee, I can say after mm-hmm. the years, is that I, I got, I, I received the, the, the visit of, of an amputee guy when I was in the hospital after mm. just a few days after my amputation, mm. and I saw that he succeeded, that he uh, uh, ruled a company, that he had a normal life, and I saw, well, if this guy, if this guy can do it, why couldn't I? And I, I remember that encouraged me. Mm-hmm. And I, that's something that I have repeated on my side. I have received calls of my friend or my relative or I know of somebody or even uh, the people at the workshop, at the, at the prosthetic workshop informed me there is someone that had just suffered an amputation and is having a bad time. You should go and visit him. And I have visited that person and I see that just the vision of someone that has uh, is um, uh, wearing prosthetics in a successful way, just the vision is encouraging very much mm-hmm. and helps uh, cope with the situation to mm-hmm. a, a, a recently uh, amputee person. Yeah. So that team approach, multidisciplinary approach uh, between maybe the caregivers, prosthetics, as well as potential uh, other amputees, is uh, is maybe where we could improve. It's probably not everywhere like that. <laughs> you were you might have been very fortunate to to work with a team that uh, under- mm-hmm. understood that, and uh, and now you are doing that uh, you, you yourself, giving back uh, to 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 other amputees, which is which is great. And uh, but but then um, maybe here at the end would be interesting to hear uh, what. What message do you have? What is it that you say to a young amputee like that? What, what is basically a message to your younger self, <laughs> you know, 30 <laughs> years ago? What, what would be your advice? Well, my advice uh, is that, uh, as I told you before, the limit is within yourself. So you can do whatever you, uh, you think you, you can do. If, if you want, you have just... You just need to have the will to do it. Um, it's good to 
no to non-stop following your dreams and something which is very important is something that I tell every amputee that I meet is uh, keep on doing sport sports help you uh, get fit maintaining your weight uh, being agile uh, helping you uh, cope with difficulty and and therefore uh, giving you the capacity to endure and to achieve new goals in life. <laughs> Excellent. Well, Leon, uh, this has been a fantastic uh, discussion and I think in many ways is, um, you represent almost a master class for, <laughs> um, for others who maybe go through that same experience and uh, what you have done with your life uh, since then and before is uh, in incredible uh, to listen to. Um, also, the way you have uh, challenged um, my team here, pushed them forward, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is also a very big part of your persona. I mean, you're obviously not uh, uh, you know, satisfied with the status quo and... Um, and that is, um, uh, I'm very, I'm very happy <laughs> that you are, you are like that, and uh, and uh, the pictures of uh, your your legs that you have designed with us uh, shows that you have a lot of creativity as well in you. <laughs> and so, thank thank you so much for for coming here and uh, and sharing your your story and and your vision uh, and um, just um, yeah, uh, all the best to you. Thank you very much. I thought it was a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you. <laughs>